0: Sa tingin ko, the biggest concern generally ng mga siklista ay nagre-revolve around the theme of safety. Unang-una, people usually ask, safe ba? That can be pertaining to destinations, routes, bikes, etc. etc. Pero meron din naman itong mga variants in biking like, safe ba puntahan ito for women, safe ba for the LGBTQIA+, safe ba for my mental health, and ligtas ba sa gastos, and so on and so forth. In this episode, I'll talk about issues on safety in cycling. This is Lester Babiera and you are listening to Tambike Session, an Anima Podcast. Recently, I've been in contact with people from NCAP or yung No Contact Apprehension Program. Ito yung controversial na pagpapatupad ng Batas Trapiko where violators are apprehended after being recorded on CCTV. If you're on the loop with the news, it was recently put on hiatus by the Supreme Court dahil may mga motoristang nagre-reklamo. We met and discussed some stuff about cycling, traffic, and the program mismo na hot topic sa mobility ng Metro Manila. Well, I want to talk about NCAP and cycling some other time, pero there was a striking topic during sa conversation namin. It's about safe spaces on the road. Sinasabi na yung ethos ng NCAP ay towards road safety. And I said na in my cycling advocacy... Isa sa mga visions ng project ko na first bike ride I to have safe spaces for everyone. I try to be inclusive as much as possible. Parang I welcome ideas and eventually something na iniiwasan ko ay yung ano talking with abled bodies to create physical safe spaces on the road like yung mga government officials, yung mga private institutions. Parang iniiwasan ko before but eventually it led me to talking with some people. Yan, in terms of physical spaces on the road, I think pag nagbabay ka, parang mas nagiging aware ka sa mga ano eh, sa paligid mo sa kalsada. Tapos, pag madalas mong dinadaanan yung certain roads, mapapansin mo kagad na ay nagde-deteriorate yung daan or, o kaya inaayos yung kalsada, ganyan. Tapos means automatic na yan eh, na parang pag alam mo na na in a few meters may manhole or kaya may butas or may obstacle. Parang automatic na yan na biglang iiwas ka dun sa kalsada na yon or sa area na yon. And then there's the bike lane. Parang naalala ko, during the height of the pandemic, nagsulputan yung mga bike lane sa kalsada. Actually, it was a welcome development here in the Philippines, especially in Metro Manila. Lalo na yung mga cyclists, sobrang tuwang-tuwa sila na nagkaroon ng bike lanes. Yung pinaglalaban nila over the years, it materialized during the pandemic. Pero, actually, marami may ayaw nung bike lanes eh. daming against it. And surprisingly, ilan sa mga may ayaw nun, eh mga bikers den, mga siklista den, particularly yung mga matatagal nang bike. Kasi parang sinasabi nila na negative yung notion ng mga car users sa mga cyclists. Kasi nga nagkaroon ng special lane for bicycles na dati namang wala. Pero yung bike lane topic, Medyo nag-die down na siya eh. Pero, I remember, hindi ko to makakalimutan. Yung mga cycling advocates, lagi nilang sinasabi noon na yung mga bike lanes na to, they are for the safety of the people. Most especially, yung mga vulnerable ones na nagbabike. Siyempre, lalo na dun sa mga taong walang options. Kasi ba during that time na wala yung public transport, so, napuwersa talaga yung mga tao na gumamit ng other modes of transport na hindi nila nakasanayan. Eh, hindi naman lahat may sasakyan, may kotse. So, yung iba, nagbisikleta. Going back, parang protect talaga ng bike lanes, yung mga tao kagaya ng newbies, yung mga na-force mag-bike during the pandemic. Kasi nga, yun nga, like what I said, walang ang public transport. So, parang wala silang choice kundi magbike para mas madaling makapunta dun sa trabaho nila or sa groceries or sa kung saan man sila pupunta. nas parang I saw a video once, yung may video na inupload si Pinoy Bike Packer. Meron siyang na-meet na nanay during one of his errands. Nakita niya na nagsastruggle, takot na takot, na nagbabike sa amang Rodriguez. Tapos doon sabi niya sa akin na, when I told him na sabi ko, striking tong clip mo na to, sabi niya, Kaya nga dapat mayroon daw talagang protected bike lanes kasi natakot yung nanay na yun sa amang Rodriguez na magbike kasi nga dumadaan doon yung mga ano, trucks yung mga mabilis na sasakyan. Ay I, I remember it, right? Nagkaroon ng protected bike lanes amang Rodriguez sa Pasig ito and bigla lang tinanggal for some reason kasi nila binalek. Ayun, it's, it's it's one of the Sad na naging backward ulit yung choice ng Tasig LGU for removing that bike lane. Sobrang naalala ko din, isang beses na nagbabike kami with a newbie sa San Juan. And this cyclist was forced to get out of the bike lane kasi may nakaharang na sasakyan. She was startled. So instead na going on a straight path, kailangan yang umiwas kasi nga may nakaharang eh. Tapos bigla siyang sumemplang. Kasi nga, gulat siya eh. And unfortunately, nagkaroon siya ng bali sa kamay. I think, nakakast siya for 4 months. So you see, yung protected bike lanes, it's something really important na dapat walang nakaharang don And walang, you know, walang obstructions and all. Kasi it's for the safety of, of people eh. Yung mga tao, lalo na yung mga matatagal ng bikers. Halimbawa ba ako, People can always say na nabuhay naman sila dati na walang bike lanes. Well, congratulations. Good for you. Pero hindi naman lahat kasing galing nila. Hindi naman lahat expert sa kalsada na kayang sumingit or kayang gumit na sa daan or umalis sa bike lane or umiwas sa mga potholes or lubak. You know? Some motorists are saying na masyadong pampered daw yung mga cyclists for having a dedicated tiny space on the road. Well, all throughout the years, you know, the wool road is for motorists. Ano ba naman yung kakarampot na espasyo lang na ibigay para sa kaligtasan ng mga taong nagbabike, di ba? Ayun nga, and then you have children and pregnant women. Malaking tulong talaga yung protected bike lanes para sa kanila. May nagko-comment na bakit mo naman daw kasi pagbabike yung mga bata sa kalsada. Pero bakit hindi, diba? Parang in progressive cities, children can bike in public roads. Sasasabihin nila, we're not Singapore or Amsterdam or Japan. Pero diba, parang it just shows someone's inferiority complex. Well sure, totoo naman na hindi naman talaga tayo Amsterdam, di tayo Japan, di tayo Singapore. Pero stopping someone from demanding safe spaces eh medyo problematic yun. Kasi parang kaya naman eh, parang it happened, nagkaroon naman ng bike lanes, ba So, for you to say na dapat di kayo demand ng safe spaces, parang for me, it's medyo problematic yon Gets ko naman that it's difficult to bike in Metro Manila. That's why we need infrastructure. Kaya natin pinupost yung mga bagay to make our roads better and safer. kasi Hindi lahat kaya talagang mag-bike, hindi lahat na dadalian mamisikleta sa syudad. So bakit nga ba natin kailangan ng safe space, yung physical one? Ha? Kasi when you have roads na ligtas, you encourage more people to ride a bike and domino effect na yan. Eh. You make the city more livable, less air and noise pollution, less traffic, the benefit goes on and on. So originally, when I made first bike ride two years ago, yan talaga yung na imagine ko na goal. It can be a long shot, but I think the advocacy and the presence of the stories have made a bit of difference. Yung newbie na kinikwento ko kanina, yung sumemplang sa San Juan, after we posted the story and having it reshared many times sa social media, the San Juan government decided to put bollards dun sa area kung saan may humaharang na para hindi na siya pasukan ng mga motorista and i think for me these are small wins i guess you know sometimes na-invite na ako para magcraft ng new ordinances ningi opinions ng mga city officials yung mga stories namin naging reference sa mga discussions about mobility tapos ina-submit sa mga people na gumagawa ng infrastructure and then there was this time na yung mayor sa Visayas acted upon a comment na pinost sa first bike ride tungkol sa banning of bicycles dun sa isang area sa province nila. These are small wins na, uy, okay naman pala na mag okay okay din naman pala na magreklamo, kasi at least may pinapatunguhan towards the vision of having a safe space. Ako personally, I just want to bike in peace na wala akong inaalala kung si lang ba ako or masasagasaan ba ako ng sasakyan. However, there are more things that can be beyond the control of infrastructure. Alimbawa dyan is yung drunk driving. I've been an advocate against drunk driving even before ako mamisikleta. And I should say na in the past years of monitoring news about drunk driving, Walang protected bike lane ang makakasalba sa isang biker from a reckless or drunk driver na sasampa dito o sasagasa sa mga siklista. And that goes beyond infrastructure. Mas malalang battle pa yan. Those are just a few things na sana mabago for everyone's safety. As a male cyclist, I recognize that I get a better and safer space on the road. And this is not just about the scale, strength, o yung infrastructure na meron tayo. Ang ibig ko sabihin ay mas hindi ako nadidiscriminate sa kalsada compared sa mga female cyclists or members of the LGBTQIA+. Nalala ko one time, nag-shoot ako ng photos for an activewear brand and we went out sa streets of Manila with our model to shoot her cycling with the activewear. Sobrang terrible ng experience nayon Kasi when we went out, nagka-catcall yung mga lalaki sa kalsada. Tapos first time ko yun na makita first hand na may kinaka-catcall na babae. Medyo ano yun, parang nanlamig ako. Until now, medyo kinikilabutan pa din ako na eh. naba trip. Kasi hindi ako sanay na na-experience yung mga ganong bagay. And I'm sure, mas malala yung nararamdaman ng model namin. Parang feeling ko, kung data. feeling ko talaga ako yung binabastos eh. Pero again, this is not about me. So, yun nga, the model, I think she felt bad about it. Tapos sinabi niya sa akin na yun daw yung something na na-experience niya for a long time na. Kahit na yung suit niya, school uniform, during her high school and college days, parang nakakatcall pa din siya. Kahit naka-school uniform na sa So, doon ko na-realize na how bad our streets are for women bikers. Tapos pang eventually, as I make stories on first bike ride, parang mas madaming nag-share sa akin ng kwento na, o oh, nga, din kami sa ganto gitu experience namin araw-araw. Parang lala. Parang it's something na, na sana hindi nangyayari. Imagine, you just want to bike in peace. Tapos, you have these perverts ruining your vibe. Nakakainis talaga yun, di ba? I posted the story about it on social media, yung sa model. Tapos, I was surprised na ang daming nag-react. It was shared many times. Tapos, parang lalong uminit yung ulo ko. Kasi, apparently, may mga males in the cycling community na defend pa yung mga maniac na yun. Tapos they were commenting na dapat daw hindi ng ganun yung model sa kalsada dito sa Pilipinas. I mean, come on. People should have the freedom to wear whatever they want as long as it's not against the law. Nakakainis lang yung thought na anyone should adjust para lang hindi ka mabastos. Hindi naman malaswa yung suot ng model namin. It's actually a crop top na sando, tapos leggings. Sobrang malala talaga yung pangyayarang yun. Tapos yung nakita ko doon sa comment section, parang na-feel bad ako para doon sa model kasi naging subject siya ng criticism and victim blaming. So yung ginawa ko, dinilit ko, tsaka binan ko yung mga perverts doon sa Facebook page ng first bike ride. Parang for me, walang space yung mga manyak sa internet space na ginawa ko. Doon nabuo yung idea ko na yung social media page ko, whether it's on Instagram or it's on Facebook, it should be a safe space for everyone. So, dinidilet ko, tsaka binaban ko, and bina block ko yung mga trolls, yung mga bullies, tsaka yung mga nanghaharas. Parang, yeah, go ahead, leave. You can go wherever you wanna go sa internet space na to, pero hindi ko hayaan na mang-terrorize sila sa page ko. And I think, dapat, may control yung mga admins sa mga ganyan eh. This is a non-cycling opinion, pero naisip ko lang, here in the Philippines, parang, proliferate yung fake news sa mga comment sections ng mga popular social media pages kasi hindi siya na-monitor tsaka na regulate That's another concern. Safe space for women. Madaming gareports na ganyan eh. Yung mga nahinihipuan daw sila sa kalsada, si sitan. It's a societal problem in general that should be addressed. And mind you, this does not only happen with strangers. Even with cycling communities, may mga naglilipan ng perverts sa kamaniak. When you go to cycling pages online, makikita mo talaga how men feast on women bikers sa comment sections and sa mga shares. Parang mga ibon na uhaw na uhaw. Parang galing sa Sahara Desert tapos tumuwid ng Pacific Ocean na hindi nakainom ng tubig. Tapos recently, may mga babaeng cyclists well, even hindi babae, na they were complaining kasi napipitikan sila without their permission. Tapos, i-upload online. When they say napipitikan, ito yung mga kumukuha randomly ng pictures. Ito yung mga photographers na nakatambay sa isang certain spot sa popular cycling destinations. Tapos, they take pictures of people and then they upload this sa kanilang mga... Facebook pages and nakakuha sila ng fanbase or followers kung saan inaabangan. Yung iba, inaabangan yung mga pictures nila doon. Well, unfortunately, yun nga. May mga tao na ayaw yun na hindi nila gustong nakukuhaan sila ng parang taparatsy shots. Tapos, may kita na lang nila na parang nagkakaroon ng mga unwarranted comments doon sa mga cycling pages ng mga photographers. And these comments, they make them uncomfortable. Siguro sasabihin ng iba na parang ang sensitive naman ito. Napicturean ka na nga, e eh, ganyan, e eh. binabati ka naman ng mga tao dun sa post, eh. Pero ano naman tayo magagawa if yung feel nung cyclist na eh, na babas to siya. Or naasar kasi ginagawa silang katatawanan. Kaya dapat, for me, ah, dapat irespeto nila kung ano yung nararamdaman ng mga tao. And you know, you should ask permission. Before, you know, taking photos or at least uploading it. Kasi it's very, very disrespectful. So, another safety concern, ay eh yung nakawa ng gamit. Ito, nagulat ako kasi recently, nag si Bicycle Project Manila ng isang blind item sa Instagram. Kasi meron silang group ride na ginawa a few days ago or a few weeks ago. Yung group ride na yon, merong someone na wala ng cycling computer. Apparently, based on CCTV footage, merong nagnakaw from one of the people na kasama nila dun sa group ride. I think they were about 20. So, merong isa dun. Mas hindi ko alam kung paano nila nasolve yung problem or kung nasolve na ba nila or what. Pero what I'm trying to say is, mag-ingat din sa mga sinasamahanin yung tao kasi you'll never know you might be trusting someone, tas yun pala, you know, pala siya, or, gagawa pala siya ng masama sayo. And speaking of sinasamahan, I guess people should really be careful with who they ride their bikes with, or kung sino man yung nakaka-interact nila in general, even beyond cycling. I remember this story, magkakasama kami ng mga friends ko from college. Some are cyclists, yung iba hindi. Tapos, May isa kaming friend, sinabihan niya yung isang biker na mag sa mga sinasamahan, tsaka nakakasalmuha. Kasi behind his back, pinag-uusapan pala siya sa mga group chat, sa mga gatherings, your usual chismisan and bakstaban stories. Tapos biglang may nag-comment na kaibigan namin na hindi nagbabike. Sabi niya, ba't kayo may ganyan? Eh di ba mga bikers parang chill lang? Well, siyempre, dapat hindi natin stereotype yung mga tao. Hindi natin dapat kinakahon yung mga tao. Kung akala mo, mga happy-go-lucky lang yung mga cyclist. Well, nagkakamali kayo. Halos lahat naman kaya mag So you got different kinds of people here. And you can never be safe na hindi pag-uusapan behind your back. Maganda sana kung mabubuting comments yung sinasabi. Pero... Minyan kasi malala eh, and sometimes mga, you know, people are spreading lies. Ang hirap lang kapag hindi mo alam na yung ginagalawan mo palang mundo ay hindi safe space. It sucks kapag ikaw yung nasa spotlight. Kapag ikaw yung pulutan sa mga inuman, or dessert sa mga kabihan, Kapag ikaw yung subject sa mga group chats. Tapos mas malala kapag nalaman mong hot topic ka, pero di mo alam kung sino yung mga taong involved yung mga taong may hot topic yo. Tapos pupunta ka sa mga events or magkikita yo ng mga tao sa dan, tapos hindi mo alam kung sino yung mga taong winawasak ka behind your back. These kinds of things, yung mga ganyang issues, it destroys someone's mental health. It can destroy their confidence. It can destroy relationships too. Siguro ang mapapayo ko ay protect your peace. Don't be too trusting and tigilan na natin yung mga chismisan. Yun yung root cause ng evil and this problems. Don't get me wrong ha. Biking is good to make friends. Ang dami kong naging mabubuting kaibigan dahil sa cycling. May mga strengthened friendships din dahil sa bike. And these things make cycling more beautiful and interesting. Yun nga lang, syempre may mga negative isolated cases. I'm tackling this topic kasi we'll be having a bike ride for mental health. And I think magandang pag-usapan yung social aspect ng biking and how it can affect one's mental health. Nakakala mo magbabay ka lang to boost your well-being pero bigyan nagkakaroon ka pala na anxiety or depression among other things because of these factors. I guess the message is, sa lahat ng gagawin, be kind. Same sa lahat ng gumagamit ng kalsada. Sa mga motorist, follow traffic laws, and be compassionate, especially to the vulnerables. If we do this, we achieve the safe space that we want. Lahat naman tayo gustong makarating sa pupuntahan natin ng ligtas. Lahat tayo gustong umuwi sa pamilya natin ng buo. Lahat gustong mag-enjoy sa bike na walang inaalala kung mababastus ba, mananakawan, o may mangyayaring masama. Lahat tayo gusto nating maging masaya on a bike. We all want safe spaces. Maraming salamat for listening to me in this episode. Ingat tayong lahat and I hope we get to materialize the vision na maging safe space ang mga kalsada sa Pilipinas. Thanks again and sana magkita-kita ulit tayo sa susunod na episode ng Tambay Session.